Good morning, great people. I bring you greetings this morning from my family and from the Fanev community. I do appreciate everyone around. I do sincerely honor and appreciate your presence. Like I always say, without you, there will be no Fanev. So God has made all things possible and all things happening as it is. Yesterday we had a master class on social media marketing and it was a boom. It was a bumper harvest. I was thrilled at the level of assimilation that I saw around. I was impressed, hugely impressed. I saw people being impacted. And I found, you know, I really do appreciate all the facilitators who were in-house to make it happen. I do appreciate all of them. May God bless you. This morning, we'll be discussing on the topic I titled Acquired and Applied Knowledge. A necessity, a necessity for super achievement in life a necessity for all that you become in life a necessity for all that you will ever be in life acquired and applied knowledge a necessity for super achievement in life yesterday after the master class i saw my two kids my first daughter and my first son were, were there I saw them being thrilled. I saw them, you know, being tangled by the knowledge they got yesterday. It was awesome. They were hugely impacted as well. So they were telling me they have questions. They have questions. It's okay, fine. We will take the questions today. Now also, my son lastly said something that touched me. He said, Daddy, how do you say these things that you say? Without looking at the book. How do you do it? You just talk for one hour. And you're not looking at anywhere. You're not looking at any book. You're not looking at any phone. And you're flowing in your thoughts for one hour plus. How do you do it? So it's a question that is waiting to be answered today. Because yesterday I was actually tired. So I told him, okay, no problem. Let me rest today. We will delve into answering these questions. So that is how it is. If you really want to flow the way I do, the simple answer is that you must keep acquiring acquiring knowledge. You must keep acquiring. And not just acquire, apply. Whatsoever you acquire, you apply. Because implementation is key. It's not enough to know. If you know and you do not apply what you know, what you even know will fizzle out. Even the Holy Book say that he that do not have, even the little he has will be taken away. So if you have, you should do make efforts to apply what you have. Make effort to implement the knowledge you already acquired. That is only one way to move forward. That is only one way to keep moving forward. So take note of that. Take note of that. You must keep acquiring knowledge. You must keep acquiring knowledge. 
acquire but do not stop at acquiring applying without knowledge one cannot be successful in life to grow in one's career gaining as much knowledge as possible is hugely important knowledge is also very important to shape our personality and perfect our behavior and dealings with people we need to understand ourselves our strengths and our weaknesses this is where we all miss it i used to tell them in the academy i say that see the having a knowledge of yourself is one thing you will come to be thankful of if you can know yourself you can become self-aware know who you are know what works for you know what doesn't work for you so that you do not go with a general cliche now let me give you an instance some people will tell you that when you eat food 12 or 10 in the night you will have a protruding stomach and you have a pot belly some other people will tell you when you drink beer you know so much you have a protruding stomach you have a pot belly let me tell you it has been proven not to be 100 percent correct yes while that may be some level of information and knowledge while that may be true to a certain level i do we uh, affirm to you this morning that i've seen people who eat as much as 2 a.m in the night yet they are as slim as any slim stick i have seen people that drink so much beer and yet when you see them you wonder whether they ever go close to beer and i've seen also people that do not take beer at all they have never tested beer or any alcoholic drink in the years in the past years and yet they have this potberry so do you now know that it is not one one fits all no if you come to know yourself you know what works for you i know what i will eat and i'll have a problem i know what i will eat and i'll have a problem I know, I know what, you know, I will put into my system, there will be serious chaos. And I also know what makes me happy. Some of you wonder, you know, when you wake up, you see me in the night. There are people when they miss their night's sleep, they will never be their, their, themselves the following day. But no, for me, like yesterday, because of the seminar, I woke up 12 in the early morning of um, yesterday, which is Saturday, and um, I stayed awake all through, up to, after the seminar, up to almost 10 in the night, 10, 11 in the night. Some people will never try it. And there are some time, at some point, I could not even try it. So, do you now know that it is not one cup fits all? Do you now know that it is not just one solution for all problems? You must know yourself. You must become self-aware. You must know what works for you and what do not work for you. You must know the things that triggers you. You must know the things that, you know, makes you sad. You must know the things that pushes you down. You must know that there are things that will never work for you. 
even if it works for everyone around you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, we all need to understand ourselves. We all need to know our strengths. We all need to know our weaknesses. We all need to know the things that when you get involved, you, 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 you get acquainted with people. You connect more with people. You connect more with your inner self. You need to know all of this. So why is knowledge important? Knowledge is roughly useful information. Knowledge is roughly useful information. It is information that's adapted to a purpose. It is good explanations and it is solutions to problems people had. Knowledge shouldn't be expected to be perfect. A partial solution is still knowledge. Even if it contains some mistakes and can be improved on in the future. I hope you understand that. Even if it contains some mistakes and can be improved in the future. Knowledge is created by imaginative and critical thoughts. The key ingredients are both creativity and criticism. We need numerous ideas, including ones that aren't obvious. And we need error correction to get rid of flaws. With those two components, we can improve our knowledge and learn new things. It's also important to be sensitive to problems. Problems are opportunities to learn something new and to improve our lives. But some people are scared of problems. Yes, so scared of problems that they do not do a lot of things in their lives. They do not take risks. They do not um, delve into several things because they are so scared of problems. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't be scared of problems. When it comes, you should learn how to face it. Jack Ma said that when they started, they were, you know, they began to look for failure cases, companies that failed and began to discover why they failed. And that is why they have become a big organization as they are today. Please, it is only when you learn mistakes, it's only when you make mistakes that you learn how to face your mistakes. So some people are scared of problems or consider problems inevitable or permanent. No, that's not the way it is. Life isn't perfect. Who do you think you are trying to do? Who do you think you are trying to do better than thousands of smart people before you? Some problems are never going to go away and you should get accustomed to, accustomed to them. Think these people don't notice. Keep track of and make an effort to solve problems as well as they could with a better attitude. Remember, attitude is everything. Attitude is certainly everything. If you learn how to show good attitude, even in bad situations, you are going to go places. You are going to become somebody that is going to become resourceful in life. That means that they solve fewer problems and correct fewer of the problem causing flaws in their ideas. Problems can be solved and knowledge can be created. Remember this. Problems can be solved and knowledge can be created. What is there to stop us? There are the laws of physics. We can never make a perpetual motion machine. And there's our preferences. If we don't want to solve a problem, we won't. Yes, that's the truth. 
if you don't want to solve a problem you won't if you also think that you cannot solve that problem certainly that problem remains with you and that's a that's our knowledge if you don't know enough about the problem then we may have to learn more before we solve it why are we encouraging people to read at Fanevridas Club? It's because I want them to have access to more knowledge so that they can solve as many problems as they could in life. Exposing them to those books. We go a long way by Wednesday. We'll be starting season 22 in the Adult Readers Club, season 22. And that's fantastic. A book, Dangode's Ten Commandments on Money. When you read that book, you now know why you need to get more knowledge why you need to get more knowledge so i begin to beg you please seek to know seek to know more things on daily basis do not just get um, relaxed or contented with what you already know please seek to know so because if you don't know enough about the problem then you may have to learn more before we solve it you may have to learn more because even if you are facing a challenge in your business, most of the time it could just be there is a little more knowledge you need to add to solve that problem. That's just it. There's just little more knowledge you need to add. And if you can't add that knowledge, that problem could be solved. Could be solved finally. But remember, solving one problem does not stop you from getting another problem. Obon King will say that the only way to get out of trouble is to get into another trouble. That's the only way. So trouble, you should get used to trouble because trouble is what gives you business. Trouble is what makes you, you know, stay in business. So take note of this. So in, in finalizing this study this morning, I will just give you these last tips 14 ways to acquire knowledge 14 ways to acquire knowledge this is a timeless guide that was written from 1936 writing to knowledge is a certif certified check writing to knowledge is a certified check so take notes that's there are ways to acquire knowledge. And that was why a man called James Morgan wrote a book called You Can Do Anything. You Can Do Anything. So these are the 14 ways to acquire knowledge. One, practice. Consider the knowledge you already have. The things. Consider the knowledge you already have. The things you really hear, you can do. They are the things you have done over and over again. Practice them so often that they become second nature. Every normal person knows how to walk and talk, but he could never have acquired this knowledge without practice. For the young child can't do the things that are easy to older people without first doing them over and over. Most of us quit on the first or second attempt. But the man who is really going to be educated, who intends to know, is going to stay with it until it is done. Practice. Practice and practice. Number two. Ask. 
any normal child at about the age of three or four reaches the asking period the time when that quickly developing brain is most eager for knowledge when where how what and why begs the child but all too often the reply is keep still leave me alone don't be a pest that's what we tell them those first bitter refusals to our honest questions of childhood all too often squelch our asking faculty we grow up to be men and women still eager for knowledge but afraid and ashamed to ask in order to get it. Every person possessing knowledge is more than willing to communicate what he knows to any serious, sincere person who asks, why am I teaching on daily basis? Because I see people who are willing to learn. That's the way it works. The question never makes the, the asker seem foolish or childish. Rather to ask is to command the respect of other person who in the act of helping you is drawn closer to you likes you better and will go out of his way on any future occasion to share his knowledge with you let me tell you some of us have killed that spirit of asking from our children they ask us questions instead of us to sincerely say we don't know or we seek answers to those questions we shy away by telling them they are disturbing us and that is why that quest to know has been killed in our children and that is not good enough that is not good enough ask when you ask you have to be humble ask when you ask you have to be humble because you must also ask humbly how you ask is also very important you have to admit you don't know don't ask as if you know ask as if you don't know even when you have a little idea about it that's the only thing that will make the other man you know blossom in ego and answer you then you can take what he knows and add to what you know and you become better than even him but what's so terrible about that everybody knows that no man knows everything and to ask is merely to let others know that you are honest about things pertaining to knowledge to ask ask in the class ask in the readers club ask in the in the fibs academy ask whenever there are webinars ask 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 don't stop asking because the more you ask the more you know and let me tell you you must know that you don't know enough and in asking you must know desire number three desire you never learn much until you really want to learn that's the truth you just discover that until you really desire to learn until there's this hunger in you to learn you never will learn a million people have said gee i wish i were musical if i only could do that if i only could do that or how i wish i had a good education but they were only talking words. They didn't mean it. Desire is the foundation of all learning. Desire is the foundation of all learning. And you can only climb up the ladder of knowledge by desiring. You can only climb that, that ladder of knowledge by desiring to learn. Please, desire to learn is hugely important. It's very, very, very important. It's a necessity to learning. And if you don't desire strongly to learn, you will not learn. If you don't desire to learn, you are either a norm score, sick, S-I-C, or know it all. And the world wants nothing to do with either type of individual. Number four, get it from yourself. 
You may be surprised to hear that you already know a great deal. Yes, I, I agree with that. It's all inside you. It's all there. You couldn't live as long as you have and not be full of knowledge. Most of your knowledge, however, and this is the great difference between non-education and education, is not in shape to be used. You haven't it on the tip of your tongue. It's hidden, buried away down inside of you. And because you can't see it, you think it isn't there. Knowledge is knowledge only when it takes a shape. Did you hear that? Knowledge is knowledge only when it takes a shape. When it can be put into words or reduced to a principle. And that's now up to you to go to work on your own gold mind to refine the crude ore. So, so that's number four. So we go to number five. Walk around it. Anytime you see something new or very special, if the thing is resting on the ground as your examination and inspection proceeds, you find that you eventually walk around it. You find that you eventually walk around that thing. You desire to know the thing better by looking at it from all angles. To acquire knowledge, walk around the thing studied. The thing is not only what you touch, what you see, it has many other sides, many other conditions, many other relations, which you cannot know until you study it from all angles. Did you hear that? The narrow wind stays rooted in one spot. The broad mind is free, inquiring, unprejudiced, is six to learn both sides of the story. Six to learn both sides of the story. Take note of that. Don't screen off from your own consciousness the bigger side of your work. Don't be afraid you will harm yourself if you have to change a perceived opinion, a preconceived opinion. Have a free, broad, open mind. Be fair to the things studied as well as to yourself. When it comes up from your examination, walk around it. The short trip will bring knowledge. We bring long knowledge. Number six, experiment. So many of us don't experiment the things we have learned. The world knows the man who is eager to plant new seeds of study. So he may harvest a fresh crop of knowledge tomorrow. The world is sick of the man who is always hacking back to the past and thinks everything rot knowing has everything rot knowing has already been learned. Respect the past. Take what it offers, but don't live in it. So many of us live in it. We always want to remember the hurt. We always want to remember the things that people do to us yesterday. We always want to remember the yesterdays that our parents never gave to us. We always want to remember the good education we never had from our parents. No! Move on. You are already past 18 years if you are. Move on. After you are 18, you are you take full control of your life. What have you done after you were 18? Move on. Keep moving. To learn, experiment. Try something new. See what happens. Lindbergh experimented when he flew the Ant Atlantic. Pasture experimented with bacteria and made cow's milk safe for the human race. Franklin experimented with a kite and introduced electricity. Did you hear that? 
These are men who experimented. Einstein experimented with the electric bulb, and that was why it was on record that he failed about 9,999 times. And when they asked him, Sir, you have failed this number of times, he said, No, I've only discovered this number of times in which these things cannot work. Are you taking notes? The greatest experiment is nearly always a solo. The individual seeking to learn tries something new, but only tries it on himself. If he fails, he has hurt only himself. If he succeeds, he has made a discovery many people can use. Experiment only with your own time, your own money, your own labor. That's the honest, sincere type of experiment. It's rich. The cheap experiment is to use other people's money, other people's destinies, other people's bodies, as if they were given pigs. As if, if they were given pigs. Take note, experiment. Today, experiment on what you have learned yesterday if you attended the class. Experiment on what you have been learning in the academy. Experiment the things that you have learned in those books. Go back to them, put them into practice. Begin to experiment. Then you ask questions if you are not getting it right. Experiment, experiment, experiment. Number seven, teach. If you would have knowledge, knowledge, sure and sound, teach. If you have knowledge, knowledge, sure and very, very sound, you then have to endeavor to teach. Teach your children, teach your associates, teach your friends. In the way, in the very act of teaching, you will learn for more than your, for more than your best pupil. Do you know why I'm enjoying what I'm doing with Fanev Academy? It's because it's enabling me the opportunity to learn. In addition that I meet a lot of people, in addition that I, I help a lot of people, I am learning a whole, a whole lot. I am forced to read. I am forced to learn because I am teaching and it's making me get better. How I wish you knew me about two, three, four, five years ago. You wouldn't know that this is a man, what he used to be. But it's good. We are making progress. We are really making progress and lives are being touched. Knowledge is relative. You possess it in degrees. You know more about reading, writing and, and arithmetic than your young child. But teach that child at every opportunity. Try to pass on to him all you know. And the very attempt will produce a great deal more knowledge inside your own brain. Please, try to teach. Don't tell me you don't have people to teach. You have children. Teach them. Don't tell me you don't have children yet. You have siblings. Teach them. Don't tell me you have no siblings. You have friends. Teach them. Don't tell me you don't have friends. Then teach your customers. Just teach anybody around you. Go ahead and teach. Teach, teach, teach. You are learning. You are not wasting time. Just go ahead and teach. Teach your colleagues. Teach your friends. Teach anybody whatever you have learned. Don't hold it. Teach it for free. A time will come when you will teach it for money. That was how I began. Yesterday was the first physical master class we have done. And yet, the very first seminar I did began was in 11th of November 2006. Just barely one year after my marriage. And I've been doing seminar 2006 down the line. You can calculate it and get how many years it has been. And I've not been collecting money. I'll go put the money, organize the le uh, lectures. People will come, I will teach, others will teach. And yet, I've gone to Abba to teach. I've gone to Abakaliki to teach. I've gone outside Lagos to teach. 
and I teach online to a lot of people, even those in Philippines and you know Indians and all that, and I teach it for free. But yesterday we did a master class, physical master class, and it was fully loaded. We had about 20 persons in attendance because it was not a small class. We didn't open it for too many people, and they all paid, and it was fantastic. The videos are there. The pictures are there. You can confirm the story. Teach. You are not wasting time. You are learning. You are getting better. You are improving on yourself. And the time will come. Those very people you are trying to teach will be able to pay for it. Because teaching enables you to gain more knowledge. So teach. Number eight. Read. From time immemorial, it has been commonly understood that the best way to acquire knowledge was to read. That is not true. Reading is only one way to knowledge and the writer's opinion, not the best way. But you can surely learn from reading if you read in the proper manner. What you read is important, but not, but not all important. How you read is the main consideration. How you read what you read. Remember, I've always emphasized how. How you do what you do is hugely very important. For if you know how to read, there's a world of education even in the newspapers, the magazines, on a single billboard or a stray advertising dodger. The secret of good reading is this. Read critically. So many of us don't read critically. Just carry book and open and read. And that's why we are, we are not gaining so much knowledge. So read. And how you read is very important. Read critically. Somebody wrote that that stuff you are reading. Somebody wrote that stuff you are reading. It was a definite individual working with a pen, pencil, or typewriter. The writing came from his mind, and he's only, and he is only. If you were face to face with him and listening instead of reading, you will be a great deal more critical than the average reader is. Listening, you would weigh his personality. You would form some judgment about his truthfulness. You would form some judgment about his truthfulness, his ability. But reading, you drop all judgment and swallow his words whole, just as if the act of printing the thing made it true. That's the truth. If you must read in order to acquire knowledge, read critically. Believe nothing till it's understood, till it's clearly proven. Remember, I remember many years ago, somebody told me, you know, he had a friend who always writes in a, a, any verse of the scripture, anyone he has applied, maybe the Bible say, by his stripes we were made whole. He said, if that man is sick and he believed that scripture and he became whole, he will write under that verse, T-A-P, tested and proved. Tested and proven. So, you must not just read. Anything you read, Believe nothing till it's understood. Don't just take everything, swallow it, hook, line, and sinker. And that is why we are guiding people. We don't just bring any book. We are bringing book that people have confirmed. And we are also guiding ourselves to ensure that what we are reading is correct. So that when people read, some one or two person can point out, hey, what about this? I will explain and some other people can also help to explain. So believe nothing till it's understood, till it's clearly proven. Write. Number nine. Write. To know it, write it. If you are writing to explain, you are, you are explaining it to yourself. If you are, ex 
If you are writing to inspire, you are inspiring yourself. If you are writing to record, you are recording it on your own memory. How often you have written something down in order to be sure you would have a record of it. Only to find that you never needed the written record because you had learned it by heart. Yes. And because you know that you have written it, it makes you retain the knowledge for the fact you know you have written it. But because it is it is not clear in your mind and it's not written down, the knowledge flies away. So writing is important. And that is why yesterday when other facilitators were teaching, I was writing. Because I know I need to learn as well. The men of the best memories are those who make notes. Who write things down. They just don't write to remember. They write to learn. And because they do learn by writing, they seldom need to consult their notes. Yes, that's the truth. They have brilliant, amazing memories. How different from the glib. Slipshod. Slipshod individual who is too proud or too lazy to write. Who trusts everything to memory, forgets so easily, and possesses so little knowledge. Writes. Writing to knowledge is a certified check. You know what you know once you have written it down. And like other will say, write. If you, if you didn't write, it never existed. In your business, write. And he said, write. You are not wasting pain. Write. So I will advise you this morning, write those things you are learning. Make sure you keep a note that you can always refer. And I tell you, most of the time, because you know you have it in that note, it sticks in your brain. And sometimes all you need to just revise once or twice. And you may never get back to that note again. But it's good to write. So that you can keep those information for other people to even assess. Number 10, listen. You have a pair of ears. Use them. When the other man talks, give him a chance. Pay attention. If you listen, you may hear something useful to you. If you listen, you may receive a warning that is worth following. Did you understand that? If you listen, still on the topic, listen. That's number 10, I think. Listen. Some of us don't listen at all. Some of us are always speaking and speaking and speaking. Some of us, are, yesterday, I wrote as all the facilitators were writing. I was writing and writing and writing. And yet, I could teach virtually everything they taught yesterday. Yet, I was able to learn so much. I was able to learn so much. I was able to learn so much. If you listen, you may, you may earn the respect of those who respect you, who respect you. Pay attention to the person speaking. Contemplate the meaning of his words, the nature of his thoughts. Grasp and retain the truth. Of all the ways to acquire knowledge, this way requires least effort on your part. You don't need too much effort to, to listen. But you need, it's, it's a skill you must learn how to listen. Some of us have lost it. We're always talking and talking and talking. You hardly have to do any work. You are bound to pick up information. It's easy. It's sure fire. It's important. It's something you come to admire and acknowledge that it is helping your life. Then on 11, observe. Many of us don't observe at all. We are just on the move. We don't observe the things that happen in our environment. We don't observe our children. 
We don't. And that is why we don't guide them properly in their career. Because we don't observe. We are just there. You know, what we are teaching our children is what we are learning from other parents. No. Observe them and know what is good for them. So that in the choice of career, you will be able to guide them. You only need to guide them. You don't need to make a choice. Hey, you are mama doctor. I mean, uh, you are picking up. You are, you, you are doctor. So that I can be called mama doctor or papa doctor. No, 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 no. Please stop it. Stop it. We have passed that era. You need to just guide them. Know what is good for them. Know what they... they, they because you can't do this if you are not observing them. So observe. There are the things happening all around you all the time. So you need to observe, please. I will beg you to, to observe. I will beg you to be an observing person. I will, I will tell you, please be an observing person. Observe your children. Know the kind of company they are keeping. Observe your children. Know what they are doing on social media. For those who are on social media, observe them and know the kind of discussions that is going on. Observe them, but do not be a superpower or a lion around them. Observe and guide. They will come to appreciate you more like that. Because if you keep forcing them to do what they don't want to do, without giving them reasons, they will come to become people that will do those things in your back observe keep your eyes open there are there are things happening all around you all the time scene of events is interesting illuminating full of news and meaning it's a great show an impression parade of things what's knowing admission is free keep your eyes open the things that happen around you admission is free observe observe Please observe. There are only two kinds of experience. The experience of ourselves and the experience of others. Our own experience is slow, labored, costly, and often hard to bear. The experience of others is a ready-made set of directions on knowledge and life. Their experience is free. We need, we need suffer none of their hardships. We may collect on all their good deals. All we have to do is observe. Observe people. Observe people is, is very, very important. Please don't play down on this, um, this, these tips I'm bringing. Don't play down. Observe. Observe especially the good man. The val valorous deed. Observe the winner that you yourself may strive to follow that winning example and learn the scores of different means and devices that make success possible. Why are we playing Ubon King in our radio? Why are we playing Jack Ma? We are observing them. We are watching their languages. We are seeing their body, body, um, body movement, body language. We are observing them so that we can also be able to shape our lives better. We are observing. In their time, they may not have people as prominent as themselves that they observed. But we have this this opportunity. Please, leverage on it. Observe. Observe the loser that you may escape his mistakes. Avoid the pitfalls that drag them down. Observe. When they say something happened to somebody, read the whole story. Know what, you know, see the, seek all the signs from different perspectives. 
observe observe the listless indifferent neutral people who do nothing observe that those people who do nothing do not achieve anything in life know nothing and are nothing observe them and then differ from them because if you don't observe them you may not be able to avoid them you may just see them as good people but if you observe you know those who are going where you are going you'll be able to follow them and avoid those who are not going where you're not going because those who are not going where you're not going will talk you down please observe number 12 put in order put in order order is heaven's first law and the only good knowledge in orderly knowledge you must put your information and your thoughts in order before you can effectively handle your own knowledge observe otherwise you will jump around in conversations like a grasshopper your arguments will be confused and distributed your brain will be in a dizzy while all the time number 13 define a definition is a statement about a thing which includes everything the, the thing is and excludes everything it is not a definition of a chair must include every chair whether it be it be kitchen chair, a high chair, a dentist chair, or the electric chair, it must exclude everything which isn't a chair. Even those things which come close, such as a stool, a bench, a sofa. I am sorry to state that until you can so define chair or door, or a thousand other everyday familiar objects, you don't really know what these things are you have the ability to recognize them and describe them but you can't tell what their nature is your knowledge is not exact your knowledge is not exact animals have knowledge but only men can reason that's number 14 reason and the last reason animals have knowledge but only men can reason yesterday uh, mr mark Idai was, was telling us something that the only difference between you and a robot is when you make a statement that robot cannot make. A robot, a cloned Facebook account can just say, nice, interesting, that's awesome. But if you begin to describe the bag somebody is carrying, then it goes beyond a robot and a bot. Please, don't just behave like a robot. Um, reason like a human. Because only human beings can reason. The better you can reason, the further you separate yourself from animals. The process by which you reason is known as logic. Logic teaches you how to derive a previously unknown truth from the facts already at hand. Logic teaches you how to be sure whether what you think is true is really true. Logic is the supreme avenue to intellectual truths. Don't ever despair of possessing a logical mind. You don't have to study it for years. Read books and digest a mountain of data. All you have to remember is one word. Compare. Compare all points in a proposition. Note the similarity that tells you something new. Note the difference that tells you something new. Then take the new things you have found and check them against established laws or precept principles. This is logic. This is reason. This is knowledge in its highest form. When you are or what you are, you are means nothing. 
handicaps mean, mean even less. Most of our richest men started as poor boys. Many of our best educated men spent very little time in high school, let alone college. Our great inventors had no formal scientific training. The world's greatest heroes look at Napoleon, Pasteur, Lindbergh have always been surprises. Dark horses. This is said by Dattel Corporation, Chicago, New York. That's a quote from this um, guy from Chicago. So please, you have learned something this morning. And these things are wonderful. These things are wonderful. He said, knowledge you will come to be thankful of. Please, if you need the writing part of this script, please, don't hesitate to call on me. I will send it to you. The writing is available as I speak to you. 14 ways to acquire knowledge. Practice. Number two, ask. Number three, desire. Number four, get it for yourself. Number five, walk around it. Number six, experiment. Number seven, teach. Number eight, read, read and read. Number nine, write. Number ten, listen. Number eleven, observe. Number twelve, put in order. Number thirteen, define that thing. Define, define it so that I can understand it very clearly. So I can explain it even any other time. Number 14 and the last. Reason. Only human beings reason. Animals don't reason. Robots don't reason. Remember I've said it. In about 2030, many jobs, over 800,000 jobs, like they have said, will be taken by robots. It's already happening right now. So it's only those who can innovate. Only those who can reason. Only those who can create. In what in whatever they do, will remain relevant. Because virtually, the things that you can do, machines are being trained to do it. More robots are coming out and very soon it is going to invade the, the city of Africa. So why don't you begin to learn? Because if you don't learn, you become, you become a shadow of yourself tomorrow. So please learn. I encourage you to learn. Keep learning. Keep staying around us in Five International Business School. Keep being in the Readers Club. The next reading club for season 22, Adult Readers Club, is beginning on Wednesday, 5th August. Please, join us to read. Don't think they are wasting time. They are being improved. Yesterday, the, the people that attended the class were mostly from Readers Club. Can you imagine that? The people that, the Five Academy that attended the class were mostly from Five Readers Club. That is to tell you that the knowledge we are teaching them at that place is really impacting them. Join them to read if you want to become a giant tomorrow. I appeal to you. Read, 
read, read, learn, 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 practice, experiment, be in the midst of people that are thinking the same way so that you can become somebody in life. Thank you and God bless you. My name is Mwachuku Ezeaja. In case you have heard this outside the FANEV Academy, please, you want to get more information, you want to get more in knowledge, you want to join us, all you need to do is to chat this number 080 Thank you.